in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. A show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Ooh, together again. Oh, it's a good newspaper. We're not together. There's a really weird energy. I was going to say in the room, but really, I guess in like... (laughs) In the cloud. In the cloud, mostly because I the, the sun is shining. Yeah, and it's mm. not like the dead of night, which is when we normally record, and we're not all packed into a little armpit of a room uh, um, where um, we, you know, two beers in. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm only sober, half a beer in. Right. <laughs> this was going to be a very sober, a very special episode of a show called Hate. Uh, nah. But, I, but what? At least, at least one of us has alcohol. Try, try to guess which one. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you say to me? You're lucky. You're at least two meters away yeah. from me at all times. It's time to play the game. Which one of us is drinking? No. It's well, me. It's me for the record. Oh. oh, I never would have guessed. I'm drinking my, my latest me. beer subscription. Oh, I'm getting beer just delivered to the door now. It's fantastic. <laughs> is this like loot crate but i guess just beer crate beer crate yeah it's just crate crate <laughs> is it so what is it like a, a booze club thing do they say well, there is one? there is such a uh thing but i've unsubscribed to that one because i found a better offer just with a random brewery so i'm All drinking right. 24 bottles of freedom lager <laughs> In one session, yeah. In one go, yeah. Right now, yeah. No, I'm drinking. I'm drinking just the two during this episode, probably. Where does uh, Where does Freedom Lager come from? Uh, that's a good question, John. It comes from Staffordshire, America. England. The Freedom Brewery from, from what? Staffordshire. So I would imagine it's from the brewery in Burton. Ah, uh, oh yeah, because you've got a connection to that uh, particular neck of the woods, haven't I you? I have. I went to university in that county. So uh, I know the the um, local breweries like the back of my hand. They're like, oh, he's back again. He's back. <laughs> the guy from Stoke, but he's gone. Bandit. Lock the doors, my yeah. God. I love the idea that, that just because you went to university there, automatically you know all the breweries really well. <laughs> oh, you've got to. Oh, you've got to. Oh, uh, yeah. God knows he wasn't there to get an education. Sure. Well, this is a vegan beer as well, I'm drinking. I've only just found oh. that out from reading the label on the back. Do you take so, issue with that? Uh, not really, because it's not saying it's it's something it's not. It is still beer. That's true, I guess. So I'm all right with that. That's fine. Again, again, I'll say it again. I don't care if you're vegan or not. Don't care. <laughs> so, but just to clarify, it's not ruining the good name of beer. Beer. No, not as far as I'm concerned. Anyway. Okay. It's okay, actually we'll a very it's a very nice lager, actually. Freedom Lager. And there's an offer on if you go on, go on the internet and look them up. Not not, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. 
you did actually inspire me to um, place an order with the yeah. brewery. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't wait. I mean, right now, I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying I need. I'm not saying I. Well, I'm not saying I need a beer. Well, you were telling us off there just before we came on that you were you had reached a desperate situation that you'd run out of alcohol. Yes, indeed. Well, it's true. It's true. I mean, some some might say, "Oh, look, the cupboard is empty." Others might say, "Oh, oh I can't believe my uh, my precious uh, insulin. I mean, alcohol uh, isn't isn't here. I I better get to a pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speakeasy as quickly as possible. Like, um, I just. I, I just discovering I, I very much enjoy drinking. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you got to. Never to excess, you know. I just really like, I really like, really like that booze. The thing delightful. is, I'm not drinking any more or less than I did before all this. It's just that usually I condense it all into one Saturday, whereas sure. now I'm spreading out across the week. <laughs> I mean, your kid, your liver is probably delighted. He's probably like he stopped, but why? Is he okay? Yeah. What did I do? Was it something I did? Yeah. It's feeling neglected at the moment. Mm. Well, we were also talking off air, and I guess another thing you've expi- you've uh, inspired me in, Rev. Um, I have mm. haven't quite reached the um, drinking piss stage, but I have now cut my own hair. Oh, have you? That's the beginning yes. of the end. How Maybe did that I'll never go? go back. Well, you know what. Fairly pleased with it. I mean, okay. we're not there to see it, so... Is this the post no. I saw on social media earlier? Uh, yes, but that was before I the s- revision. I understand. <laughs> before the I, DLC. I went, before the DLC. I went back in two days later, as in this morning, and made a uh, uh, a bit of an edit to it. Oh, yeah. Mm. So you did, Oh, yeah. Can I just clarify that you did this yourself? Yes, I had oh, a little bit of help. God. What? What? You 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 cut your own hair? No, Liz cut mine. Oh my god! <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> and I, to be fair, all she had to do was just shave the side and the back. The rest is just untouched. Well, that's the thing. I'm not going in with like aspirations of like, oh, you know, bit of feathering, get the scissors out, you know, all that kind of stuff. I am going in with a razor, and oh I've, god, I've buzzed the sides and back of my head what grade are we talking uh as big as my um beard trimmer will go okay um it's maybe like a metric imperial kind of thing like i don't know if it all i don't know when the numbers are the same from one device to the next i've never worked that is true yeah because i've gone for like a 10 which is the biggest my what i wouldn't that's futile i wouldn't even bother with a 10 yeah i bet it's it's longer than it was when you started are you kidding? No, it, uh, it took about like three inches off my oh, head. Did it? All right. oh, okay, you must have been yeah. in a bad way. <laughs> well, no, but, but but you know me. You know how big my hair generally is on a is on true. a daily basis. Like what I'm saying is a ten in beard units. Okay. Feels quite oh, okay. Long. I understand. Sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying there. I do apologise. No, yeah, the, well, um, you know. The onus is on me to make myself understood. Um, yeah. But no, if I'd gone to like a one or a two i i would be bald right now i'd have oh nothing. yeah you are oh, you yeah. bit you would yeah big time have you seen those um those head shavers that look like they kind of look like the shape of a like a ufo and you just hold yeah. it yeah like, and you just plonk it on your head and you just go all over it and it's just for getting the same same sort of uh length it's like, a, it's like a roomba for your head yeah exactly it's like you a, just yeah. let go and it it goes to town <laughs> 
Let's go take your scalp off. Oh no! <laughs> Why was I programmed to cut hair? I um, I again, I, I was thinking about that as well. Like, I can definitely see the benefit of just being able to like rub like a weird <laughs> hair <laughs> UFO. You could just stand in the middle of your bedroom, uh, stand on your bed, in fact, and yeah. just like shave away to your heart's content, leave leave your mess everywhere, and uh, and you're done. Like, yeah, I could do it done. anywhere. Could do it and then the hair, the hair might just magically disappears. Yeah, exactly. I it actually comes with a it. small, um, a small charcoal burner inside, <laughs> sure. and the hair, the hair is just incinerated yeah. while you're while you're shaving. It's like the sucking. Have part. you, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had, um, have you ever had when you've had like a haircut? Has your barber or hairdresser ever surprised you by burning bits of hair off you? Uh, yeah. I had that once and I didn't like it. He burnt the... Because I get these wispy long hairs growing out the top of my ears. <laughs> which is kind of strange, obviously. Kind of like old can't, granddad. Hair. Can't wait to see that in three months. Oh, you should see it now. I'm, jug- <laughs> I'm juggling them around behind me on the floor. <laughs> you look like Professor Wito. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do look like Professor Wito. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm going to look him up real quick. But I'm pretty sure he has hair on his ears. Oh, like you need to look him up. Like you haven't got him bookmarked. <laughs> He's my That's desktop. what you've modelled your look on. Yeah, he's made a plasticine, which I forgot. Uh, oh, mate, what, is that a recent development? Is he okay? No, actually, I think he used to be made of plasticine, but he's not anymore. I think he's CGI now. Boo. Anyway, oh, he no. does basically have hair coming uh, off the top of his ears. So you're correct. Well done. But um, That was a complete guess. I, <laughs> I, I think I, I struck gold. Yes, my barber, who I believe is the same barber as you, John. Uh, mm. once wrapped something that looked a bit like cotton wool around the blades of his scissors, then he dipped it in something, then he lit it on fire, and then he rubbed that really quickly over the top of my ears, kind of like you oh. like move your hand through a candle flame really, really quickly. And yeah. he was burning away these wispy, long, pointy little hairs that came out of the top of my ears. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever wonder if, like, we're drunk on power sometimes, like, as a species? Because... <laughs> I thought you I meant like, specifically then. Well, <laughs> one out of three ain't bad. Yeah. But um, it's like we invented scissors and the world was like, oh, I think these are pretty great. Like, I don't think we're really going anywhere with this. And then people were like, no, I could use scissors, the optimum hairdressing tool, or I could resort to fire mm. or... You mentioned earlier, what was it, the, the suck and trim or suck whatever? And, like, suck and cut. <laughs> the suck and cut, yeah, yeah. It's like a vacuum cleaner hair, hair cutter. Yeah. It's like, do do we do we need like a new way of cutting hair? I would I would argue no. Scissors and a razor are probably good enough. Our barber's going to suffer because of this new uh, way in which we've discovered we can all cut our own hair to a certain extent. Oh, my God. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I, I feel... I feel we're all going to go through, society's going to go through like a metamorphosis where basically, like, I haven't worn proper trousers in like three weeks. Like, I'm wearing like sweatpants 24 <laughs> um, 7. I've now cut my own hair. Um, we're all just going to be feral by the end of this. Yeah. This is my point. We're all going to emerge like newborn babes into, well, when this is all over, we're going to step outside blinking and we're all going to look at each other. And we're all going to decide whether we like what we see or not. <laughs> then, then head back indoors. Yeah, and decide we don't like what we see. It could be a golden era for, but you know, hairdressers. Could be, yeah. If they can survive up until the point where we all kind of step out of the bunker. 
thing is, I like my barber. I get along with him very well. I see him socially out and about sometimes. Um, so I'll still go with my barber. But that said, my hair for a botch job at the moment doesn't look completely terrible. Sure. If I say so well, no. myself. You you skew towards more of a utilitarian kind of hair mm. hairstyle. Thank though. you. Thank thank you. That, I want yeah, uh, yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, screw you, John. No, 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 no. I. It was not meant oh. in the manner in which it was delivered. No, it is. <laughs> I just mean like, I, I, if you would, if you had anything more complex, mm. I would, I wouldn't want to reliably cut cut my own hair. No, fair, fair one, fair one. Yeah. What kind of sucks is that? Like when you start googling, like how do I cut my own hair? Or, like <laughs> gu- guidance for cut, which I've done, you know, in the last few days. Um, the best guidance and video tutorials you can basically find just say like, pick up the razor, start cutting, don't fuck it up. <laughs> like, that's pretty much that's pretty much as far as it goes. Yeah, to be fair, that covers it. I think. Well, I used to shave my own head just anyway, um, and then it, eventually I thought, oh, I should probably get a hairstyle because you know this I can't go around like this for the rest of my life. Um, so, but then I used the old clippers that I used from then, and they must be about twenty years old. These clippers, and they still worked all right. Are they proper hair clippers versus like be- um, yeah, beard they, yeah, they are, yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. I think if I'm going to make a habit of this, I'm going to need something with a bit more bite. I think, mm. you know, a you bit more do. clout. I bet they're doing well, like hair clipper sales. But- there's like a there's like a dusty warehouse somewhere, and a uh, an elderly man comes rus- rushing into the back room. It yeah. happened! It finally happened! <laughs> Dust off the vanguards! Get them yeah. in the post. <laughs> my um, I, I I get on I get on well with my my hairdresser as well. He's he's a good chap. Um, I think is he's a much cooler man than me. Oh, and... I think you're being a bit harsh on yourself. Oh well, well, he, well, is, he is, th- is way cooler than John. Yeah, oh, I fair, mean, en- think, fair enough then. He's, he's I mean, I'm me. I'm already coming from a pretty good place, so think about like just yeah, that benchmark, exactly. and then imagine someone who's like ten times that. You know? So, I've basically given myself the haircut now, which he generally starts with. So, <laughs> like, so you the, know, the, the base le- the base level. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when 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 I go for a haircut because I've got a lot going on up there. Oh yeah. Uh, he gets he starts off gets the razor out and he buzzes all around the sides and the back. You know, you do the grunt work. Yeah. With the power it's tools. The, it's just yeah. the foundation, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, we're just setting the scene on which know. we're going to build a castle of hair. And every, <laughs> and every time is that what he says every time he cuts your hair? Yeah, he does. No. Yeah, it's really weird. Every every time he does it. I, I, I think to myself internally at that point I think oh it looks pretty good like I, I, I kind of like the fact where he leaves me with this crazy pineapple on top oh, but kind of shorter around the side that's where you are right now okay and I, 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 I kind of think I, I think I said to him once I said oh you know looks looks pretty good as it is you know kind of half joking saying like, oh, I kind of like this <laughs> test in your always... walker to see if he thinks you're an idiot for saying it yeah, but then he always goes like, like essentially saying like, no, you're not leaving the place looking like that. Like yeah. you'll put me out of business. It's his reputation on the line here. Like you represent him every step you take around town. Yeah, I'm like a walking billboard. Exactly. And so he always makes me look 
better than I probably deserve and also probably better <laughs> and also probably better than my ego would actually lower itself to like I, I'm generally quite happy with the slightly wild and stupid look but it's a bit hard to ask a barber to kind of give you a bad haircut yeah do you ever look at yourself in the mirror at the barbers and you're like sitting there staring at your own reflection for 15 minutes minimum and think fucking hell what happened <laughs> Yeah, what on, what on earth happened to me? Look oh, what I've man. done to myself. You had so much promise. Yeah, I used to be so youthful and optimistic, but now I just look at I me. just look at myself and think, oh my god, that's what other people see. The poor bastards. My thing is, I hate my uh, resting face. Like I, I know, I, okay. I, 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 I um. I gen- when I'm not talking, I really don't know what to do with my mouth. I know that sounds stupid, so that's why. Are you why consciously I... aware of it all the time, or is it just? Yes. Like... Yeah. No. Uh, this is just my weird little. Um, uh, everyone's got something, you know. Yeah. I, I, my, my thing is like, I don't know what to do with my mouth, which is why, if you ever see me in person, I do a lot with my hands. <laughs> like I'm always like, like, like either like stroking my chin to cover my mouth, or kind of like. Uh, you know, just kind of like uh, one finger on my lips going like, hmm, hmm, yes, oh, yes. You know, good point, good point. I can't All say because... I've noticed that either, to be honest. Well, good. It means it's, it means up until now the illusion has been working. Yeah. Now it's, I'm going to uh... notice it. Now I'm going to look every... Oh, actually, I never see you now. I think it's by the, t- by the time I see you again, I will have forgotten this conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, yeah. By the time you see me again, I'll, forgot, I'll have forgotten my name. Yeah. I'll have forgotten, like, <laughs> be like Lord of the Flies up in here. Just nobody will have any social skills. It'll be like, Matt, you, you beer. Beer, beer for you. <laughs> it'll, be like, it'll be like 2001. Sorry, all the film references today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, Do, before, um... we get, before we get into it, we should talk about our recent brush with fame. Oh, yeah. yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth, Nick. There we go. There we go. So, um... Yeah. Well, who's we who's gonna who's gonna okay. be brave enough to say it? We were on BBC Radio Gloucester. We were. We were. All three of us on separate nights. In fact, we basically took over a week of their programming. I'd I'd say. I think it's a fairly you know safe way to put it. Yeah. They they apparently um, they loved us so much. They kept getting us back in. Yeah. This is all off the back of a, a tweet, by the way. So don't let anyone tell well, you. They came that. to us. They yeah. did. They yeah. came to us. It's, it's so, worth pointing that out. You tweeted about the show, John. I did. I, I think. Do. Yeah, I think I just made like a. It was like a Jeff Goldblum gif and like a little comment about how you know, you know that we were like basically the real heroes of the current situation because we oh, were cool. recording slightly more frequently. <laughs> 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 All those selfish doctors and nurses. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were. And I think they they just kind of spotted that among all the kind of like coronavirusy kind of stuff going on, and they reached out and they said, "Hey, hey, hey, do you want to hey, come hey. on air? You can be our guest host for the evening." Because they often have like a muggle on; they have like a random member of the public calling in from home. Thing is, you were on; you were like guest host of the of the show, but you your audio clips were about forty five minutes apart at any one time. Yeah, that's how it was described to me. They said, we'll, "I could." We'll get... Did you record them all in the space of about fifteen minutes? Well, no, it was like they they got me on air and they 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 got me on the line, and I was sitting at my computer like I am now, 
and they said, okay, we'll, we'll need you for like 40 minutes. We're going to record uh, some segments, have a little chat, but then we'll space it out throughout the show. So you'll be like, it will seem like you're on for three hours or so when you're really just recording like a small segment. Oh. They ne- neglected to mention that there would be a live segment in the middle of that. So oh. I did kind of, I, I went in thinking like, oh, this would be nice. We'll just record like a little kind of, uh, a little bit of chitter chatter, and then they're like, "Okay, and uh, okay, well, you're going on air in like <laughs> three. Oh two, God! One. I was like, "Oh crap! <laughs> no, don't say crap." Uh, um, but no, it was fine. It was it was you know perfectly you know perfectly pleasant. And um, they then, and I got to introduce the lady, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. I've, ne- I've never Gaga. I've never heard so much disdain in your voice as when you had to introduce Lily Allen <laughs> and then Lady Gaga. <laughs> not disdain. You, you, oh, you, it, that, it you... came across that way, John. It came across <laughs> that way. The the very very nice lady who was recording me did not say, "Okay, uh, that was great, John. You tried again without the attitude." Yeah, <laughs> she sh- maybe she should have. <laughs> she didn't know. Like, she said when she you sh- went when you went, and now, and now it's like the climb or whatever it's called by Lily Allen. I just burst out laughing. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're kind of extrapolating. You're putting emotion onto that just because you've never heard me ever say the words Lily well, Allen. Probably. Yeah. But um, I got to listen to more contemporary pop music than I've probably heard in yeah. the last well, five years, I'd say. Listening to. Uh, but yeah, bit of, I heard um, a track by Lizzo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, never, what's, a, what's a Lizzo? Is that is she not a person? Yeah, is she, she is. not a? Yeah, she is. Yeah, I've never, okay, I've never, I've never heard of that, that individual. That, it was really good. Okay, yeah, she is really good actually. Yeah, I've got to I say would... that was that was a breakout hit in amongst all the um, Justin Justin Bieber's and the rest. The Bieber's. Mm. But then they they called called me back a couple of days later and they said, John, baby, John, John, we want you back. John, <laughs> we want is, you. This is your agent, John. You're blowing up. You're going yeah. viral, John. Because <laughs> just look at the look at the tweaks. Look at these I mean, numbers, John. Where are you getting look at from? The... Just look at the numbers, John. Don't ask me questions. That's a phone book. I know. That's how I found you. <laughs> what can't speak can't lie, John. <laughs> and they said we we loved you we loved you so much. We loved we loved the energy you were bringing to the room. Oh, yeah. uh, and they said, uh, do you want to come back for a quiz? And. Uh, you know, I looked at my busy social calendar and I said, uh, no. you know what? <laughs> I, I think I can well. squeeze, I'll squeeze you in. Might as well. And uh, yeah, and um, brought some buddies. It was us. Okay, it was you us. guys. It was you, us. Yeah. yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had and... a night each, didn't we? You were the first night, John. Then it was you, Chris. Oh. Then it was me. Correct. Um... Now, I have to say... Um, if I'm going to embarrass myself, I do prefer to do it live on air. Yeah. Oh, front, yeah. In, yeah. I did. I did not do great. I have to you, say. You didn't do great. And I remember. I remember. I listened. I didn't listen to it live, but I listened to it after the fact, and uh, I was like, "Oh no," <laughs> <laughs> which I think was also what you were saying at the time. Practically every question you were asked. Well, no, every single question you were asked, you went, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because we've been doing we've been doing a fair amount of like home pub quizzes recently, uh, m- many of which have been organised by our good friend Chris Ray. Chris oh, Ray. you're welcome. Yes, who's here tonight? Who's, I am. Who's doing yeah. a fine job. He's doing a fine job. Oh, you're very kind. 
And uh, you know, the old standard pub quiz. It's great, you know, bit of um, bit of food and drink, this bit general. of uh, general knowledge, that sort of thing. This was not that. No, <laughs> this is like this is like it's current affairs. It's, but it was local it was, current affairs. As it was like hyper hyper local hyper current affairs. Like yeah. it was things that had happened in the last say week, maybe less time than that. I had a question that was that day, um, and all the kind of news that's sort of like far far like adjacent to the main stories we all know and have heard. I know, and I I I didn't want to like. I had a question about like it was. Um... Which popular BBC drama is returning to to the screen on Monday? Yeah. And I didn't have a clue. And I, I didn't want to be the guy who said on BBC local radio, ah. well, I don't, oh, God knows, I, I don't watch the BBC. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch television. Yeah, but it's but a thing. That, like, if it's not on Netflix and it's not on YouTube, I really don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm that guy. I'm that asshole kind of millennial who doesn't watch... I still call it terrestrial TV. Yeah. I don't watch terrestrial TV anymore. The thing is, I got three of yours, and then I was like, oh, this is going to be fine. I'll be fine tomorrow. This will be great. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. And then I got naught as well. Well, you got half a point, Chris. Oh, I got, half a, I got half a point because I argued with the presenter. You did argue, as, <laughs> as, you, as you are wont to do. And, you were uh, belligerent and spirited. Yeah. He, uh, he broke his, his core tenet rules and gave you uh, half a point. Gave me half a point. Which, Which he later retracted, he really. I, oh, think he, he I felt like he went back on that slightly. He wanted to, but he couldn't because he knew he'd mm. already done it. And, and well. the floodgates were open now, and it was those very floodgates that allowed me to also gain a half point. You, you, you capitalised on my belligerence. <laughs> oh, I very much did. Very, very much did. Because um, his, his heart was softened by, at that point. Yeah. But it didn't count for anything because we were all still basically rubbish at yeah. all of these questions. And I know it sounds a little bit like we're making excuses. Oh, yeah, it was really current. Oh, it was really local. Yeah, yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that three guys who do a podcast knew fuck all yeah. about what they were asking. And we were fucking shit at it. We were, we were terrible. Yeah, I was I was just begging, like, please give me give me one question about a cartoon robot. That's all. <laughs> 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 That's why I spent most of my life screaming internally. I know it's like, uh, yeah, it's like what, like Nick, like one question about an anime pirate. That's yeah. all, all, all I need and ask. That's all I'm asking, just anime pirate. Come on, but no, it wasn't to be. And uh, as a result, though, and I would say maybe some might say this was like conspiracy theorists might say that the uh, the three chaps at the top of the show called Hate Headquarters had mm. a plan for extending their free marketing yeah. on. Radio Gloucestershire. You could say uh, that by ensuring that there was a tie break, and therefore they came back for a fourth night. Yeah, I've got to say, Nick, I, I I appreciate your dedication in purposefully getting so so few points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 did it, I did it for the show. We've noticed such a massive spike <laughs> in listenership since uh, since our appearance. Wouldn't it be amazing if we got more listeners off the back of that? Maybe we will. Well, well, maybe we joke. Maybe we maybe joke. But... Listening now, so in which case, hello and thank you. Yeah. Hello. Um, I have to say, like we have had a one hundred percent increase in listens over what, the past two weeks. One to two. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a hundred percent of nothing is still. Nothing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think a few people, a few people got got on board. Now, whether they'll stay, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's enough. We shall see uh, about that. Maybe we chose the wrong episode to be our sober one. 
Oh my god! This, this is the one episode we've got to win these people over who've just joined us, and uh, and we're not drinking. We're not oh, drinking, no. and we're half an hour in and haven't actually started the show yet. Oh yeah, we should probably do that. We should probably do the show. <laughs> Can we just talk about the? Let's the talk about tie the tie break. break before we start. Yes. And how I just I just I just wish that in every scenario in life I had two people to go ahead of me to uh, kind of just whittle out the uh, incorrect choices. The, the wrong answers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what's infuriating about our tiebreak question was which um, music festival is going virtual for the, for the coronavirus lockdown. And that uh, news story, I did some revision on my day on Wednesday of, of <laughs> local current affairs news. And that was one of the ones that I wrote down in my notes. And because I didn't think I was going to be answering lots of questions, I threw that, I threw that away. <laughs> <laughs> Your then, brain can only hold five facts at any exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. So I had this like sheet of notes that were full of like headlines. Oh and the answer, the answer to that question was on it, and it was in the bin. And as that tiebreaker came up, I was like, oh, God damn it. Oh, shit. And so I guessed, and I got it wrong, despite the fact that I'd written it down under 24 hours ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> when... When he asked the question, there was like a resounding silence. So I was like, yeah. okay, so... Well, I thought I've... you were quite quick to jump in. I was like, oh, he knows. Well, I was thinking that either, either people are being like super strategic about this. Because I felt that was a long time of like nothing. And I was it like... Was, it was very <laughs> awkward. Like it was dead air, essentially. Like we were killing that radio station as we sat there in silence. But also it's like, you know, th- this is a question about a music festival. I mean, like... <laughs> It's like they went easy on us. They were like, these young idiots don't know anything. Youngish idiots don't know anything. You know, millennials yeah. don't have proper jobs. They go to music festivals. Let's give them, <laughs> let's give them something. Oh, shit. Well, we didn't know that either. Great. No. So I, I went in with the obvious one. I was like, okay, I don't know the answer. I'm going to say Glastonbury. Yeah. Which was wrong. Which, of course, is wrong. Yeah. When and you wrong. went in. It was, it was fair. Yeah. So, Nick, when you went in with your answer. Yeah. Which was two thousand trees. Now there was a, a strategy behind this because I couldn't remember what I'd written, but I also thought that this was probably local news. Mm. That is a local festival, so I was like, "Oh, I bet it's that." So I thought I, I really felt pretty confident at that point that I had it. Oh yeah, no, my 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 heart soared at that point because I, I was <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you sneaky bastard!" Like that is a local one. Like he's got to he's got to have done it now. Yeah. But it wasn't. wasn't to it be. wasn't. Wasn't that? No. And I'll, I'll, I'll reveal what happened now. Uh, when Nick was answering, I thought I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, animal. I took the phone away from my ear. I got on Google and I looked it up. You absolute warrior! <laughs> and yeah, I thought, I thought, I'm not gonna tell them before we record <laughs> the show. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Otherwise, I would, I would not have got it. I thought I thought your gloating had been a bit lighter than usual. Yeah, that's true. I did as well, actually. Certainly in retrospect now. But also, you know what's weird is that despite the fact that I'm furious at you right now, I'm also kind of <laughs> glad you did it because oh, we'd have if, we, we'd have could have yeah. been there all night. Well, not only that, but how worse would it have looked if we if none of us had got that either? Like you actually kind of saved our reputations a little bit because i thought that i thought they were going to do a question like how many how many dots are there on a golf ball and then it'd be like who who is the closest who is the closest to that answer not an actual question with an answer no Mm. that's a really good question by the way i know the answer to that as well 
Uh, Ooh, what's, the, what's the answer? Well, John, the average golf ball has 336 dots on it. That's a lot of dots. There is a lot of dots. I don't know why. That just is the answer. Okay. Bear in mind, I've been hosting a lot of quizzes lately, so if that comes up in one of my future quizzes, now you know the answer. Ah, there we go. So there you go. So yeah, so I was quite pleased your... to win, even though I even though I uh, fabricated the truth to get there. If you're listening uh, because you, you discovered us through the, the BBC uh, Radio Gloucester show, then uh, I'm sorry Chris Ray cheated on the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> but you should be glad, because we wouldn't have been there all night. <laughs> We would, have, we, would have, we would have driven that show into the ground. We would We'd still be it. there. They'd never let us leave. Yeah. yeah your, your local radio station would be dead and buried if it was anything to do with us. So thank you God, have, Chris. You, you've brought the institution of the one-minute local radio quiz yeah. and the entire BBC licence fee into disrepute. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're right, can we get on with the show? So should we get on with the show? Oh, yeah. Go so, on then. yeah. Ostensibly, there is a format to this show. Every week, we bring a topic of love and a topic of hate to the table for discussion to see which one wins out. Um, who would like to uh, set the scene with a hate? I'll kick us off if you like. Go oh. for it. Oh. I um I really hate Squarespace adverts on YouTube. Oh, oh my god! Hello. I get a lot of these. Like I think for some reason YouTube and maybe Google in general has decided that Nick Angel. You, sir, are in need of a website. Yeah. Despite the fact that I am party to or in ownership of probably something like six websites. Um, th- that's not enough, I don't think, in YouTube's eyes. So they, they just shove a Squarespace ad in front of every video I watch. Sometimes I get two Squarespace ads in front of a video. And they are always one of two uh, types. Um, it's either a man or a woman who is off in some fantastic, exotic location, mm, living, I... living an incredible life, scantily clad in a tropical sunbeam underneath a palm tree, sat on a beach in a canoe by a waterfall or something, and telling me how easy it is to get their dream life by building a website. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, I'm so glad you had the courage to say this, because for the last <laughs> three episodes, I have been debating bringing up this exact same topic and really? i didn't because i didn't <laughs> i feel like i've moaned about youtube adverts before so i didn't want to bring it up again but my god these adverts have just got really under my skin for some reason like i i cannot stand them i know and i what, what's infuing is that with a lot of ad campaigns particularly ones that are on youtube and stuff you tend to get like there tends to be a group of say five or six of them and you tend to get them on a kind of cycle mm. but it seems with these ads that squarespace only filmed two and it's, it's the one where the girl is in this beach house and she's you know, bragging about her paradise life. And the other one is where a guy is sat in a canoe by a waterfall and he's got like round glasses on, full beard and everything and like smells of coconut butter. And it's just so fucking gorgeous as well. I, I, have, to, I have to ask, Chris Ray, based on the algorithm, have you seen any of these? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. cool, cool, cool. The thing is, I feel like the algorithm is targeting our ilk in that we all work in relatively media centric jobs we're all of a certain age and we all look like we don't have the technical capability to build our own website the thing is like all of which might be true all I mean, of which probably squarespace. is true we yeah, use squarespace we... the big punch studios uh, yes. website, and it's great i love squarespace i, I, I actually it. <laughs> i actually love squarespace it's great like i i actually want to kind of like you know when you say like you know is this advert relevant or whatever i want to contact them and say 
big fan of your product. Please don't think I don't like what you've got to mm. offer. But for yeah. God's sake, stop showing me these awful adverts. You are killing me. Like it is an almost visceral reaction when I when I hear them. Where like I I want to kind of oh, oh I I cannot race to my phone quickly enough to she, to, to skip. Like she she actually says the words I want to teach you how Squarespace and I can't remember what else something and marketing else. marketing that's right can give you this dream life. She actually says to, those together. Exactly. She does this together thing where she puts her hands together as though it's like sort of synergy kind of. And it's it's what what I hate about this, because I'm, I'm not generally a big hater on advertising in general. I work in that medium to some extent. And I'm a big believer in advertising is bad because it's bad advertising, not because it's fundamentally bad. And I, and I know that a lot of people disagree with that. But I believe that you could make advertising good and enjoyable. And there's good adverts out there that people don't hate. Right. But if you're going to advertise your product by saying it can bring you a dream life, you know, I'm sorry, but that's like that's the oldest shittest technique in the book. We moved on from that Squarespace. We don't we don't make promises that websites can't fulfill. That's bullshit. Tough question. I, I, we've talked on previous episodes about like certain brands. Do they even need to advertise anymore? True. Like Squarespace got in on the podcast sponsorship kind of game like <laughs> that's a good point we shouldn't badmouth them too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah they've been doing that for like a decade like back when there was only one podcast yeah, you know like they were on it yeah they, they've been doing it and like forever so like do aren't squarespace pretty much like the market leaders in building your own website i think it's between them and wix because wix advertises must, just yeah, as much it's just, it's just i don't see there's anywhere near as much as i see squarespace but i'm pretty sure they're out there just as much surely if you've skipped an advert once on youtube you should, youtube should go oh they're not interested surely this is the era you of smart think. advertising that people you can so. realize these things or the algorithm can pick up on the fact that we just don't care oh jesus i mean i because i watch a lot of I use my phone, I would say, primarily to watch YouTube videos. Like when I'm around the house, like when I'm cooking, you know, I put a little YouTube video on when I'm kind of cleaning, you know, little things like that. Just I just like having the background noise. Sure. And as a result, given like my level of YouTube consumption, I at the peak a few weeks ago, I think I was seeing those adverts 10, 15 times a day. Yeah, maybe agree like it was the only ads i was seeing and it would be one of those two and sometimes multiple times in a video yeah yeah like if it was a longer video yeah you'd have the mid one and then you'd have maybe the one at the end as well and it's like oh my god and and again i don't want to be the guy who's like i understand that like youtube have bills to pay you know people need to promote their products i'm not i'm not hating on yeah i completely agree like i'm not against advertising i'm against I'm against these adverts specifically, but I'm also against this idea of using your dream life, but then tying that to something as mundane, because let's be honest, a website, they are 10 a penny. Like everyone, everyone's got a website in some form or another, and it does not necessarily give you a dream life. There's so much more to it than that, you know? I think it's the parodying of these adverts are actually old in themselves. <laughs> the actual <laughs> yeah, exactly. parody of them is is old. Yeah. So the fact it's the like, algorithm themselves are still going is, is quite something. It's like a 1950s style of advertising, isn't it? Would you like to live on an incredible tropical island? Well, now is your chance. I, oh, I, I, spam. I, I, also, <laughs> I also feel that this is why people hate millennials. 
Like, yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I almost like, I, I know we're kind of like, I, I think we are millennials. I, I, it's almost like a little woolly about like when yeah, it actually we, starts. We technically fall into the gap, yes. We're kind of like towards the upper age bracket of this. And I'm kind of well aware, sadly, that most of the incredibly successful people in these Squarespace ags are younger than us. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm coming to terms with that. I'm not but like... <laughs> If you tried to market research and engineer the four most stereotypical um, millennial case studies for having <laughs> your own website, I think even the developers of that technology would go, oh, this is a bit much. Like, you know, <laughs> no one's going to believe these are real people. Like, this, no. is, this is impossible. And that's the thing as well, is that being on the other side of advertising, I do know that these are not real people. Like, you would love to think that they've caught up with two successful travel vloggers or whatever and have decided to make them the focus of their two websites. And there's a very slim chance that that is what happened. But what's more likely than that is that they found two actors, they found a location, and they shot it in two days or something and made it look like that, which is far, far, far more likely, and I would bet is what they you, did. You don't, you don't think they're real? No. Mm. I do not think they're real at all. Oh, no. There are... What's weird is that there are four core people which i i would see daily the four squarespace kind of oh okay i only saw advocates tell me tell me uh and what's weird is that despite having seen at least five seconds of all their ads before i could run and skip them (laughs) um and this one time where i couldn't get to my phone in time and the entire ad played out oh my god but like i feel like i know them all quite intimately now but i have no idea what their names are or yeah. really what they kind of do. This is what makes me think they're not real, because I think if you were going to use real influencers or real vloggers, you'd lean into that. Like, you'd, you'd have their name on the screen, you'd have their little handle or their Instagram uh, name or something, in a way to show truth and sincerity and, and trustworthiness and all that sort of stuff. So the fact they haven't done that, I think they're made up. So to, like, the, the, like the collectible football stickers of Squarespace heroes... <laughs> We've got, got we've got bearded hipster in a canoe. Yeah. Yep. We've got lady in a bikini uh, by a palm tree talking about her dream life. Energy and dream life. Yeah. To, together. Together. Uh, as she says. Uh, we've got lady who goes, boom, this video was made using, like this, this website was made using Squarespace. Oh, I boom. have seen her. I see her way less, but I have seen her. Yes. And then we've got, the one guy who is clearly not quite as comfortable behind a camera because he's everything he says is a little stilted. He goes, he says something like, um, "Whether you want, whether you have a new idea, a product, or you want to set up a successful cafe like me, you need Squarespace." <laughs> like I assume he has a cafe. That's this all I know about him. Because would like there... YouTube has decided that Nick is not the kind of Nick Angel is not the kind of person who would ever open a cafe. He just does not have the business acumen to run a cafe. So we will not show him that. Hey, guy. hey now, hey now. <laughs> but maybe Nick Angel is the kind of guy who'd make some seriously questionable life choices and head off in a canoe into a waterfall. So let's give him that one. <laughs> would there be any scenario in which a representative of Squarespace would show up at your front door and you're in a profession and you go, "Thanks, but I've no need for a website." And then just close the door on them. <laughs> I can't well, I mean, think of I can't think of any profession where they wouldn't have a follow up question. Yeah, everybody yeah. needs a website. I do. I do wish I could like. 
I, I, I kind of just want to like anonymously say to them or something like, guys, like you, okay. you're kind of already, you're already getting my money. Like I'm already paying you. Like this is a wasted penny. Like yeah. showing this ad to me, wasted like ad. yeah, this is totally wasted. You're, you, we're subscribed to you. Like, <laughs> God damn it! While, while we're talking about ads, can I just bring up one of the most insidious and stupid things I saw the other day? Oh God! Which was a, it was a Twitter like promoted post that popped up on my feed, and it was a, uh, like a, a young lad. Uh, kind of like uh, probably late teens, early 20s, cool hair, sitting on a sofa, kind of like talking to either his phone or like his laptop or whatever. Uh, and it, it basically, it's, got, it's one of those weird promoted posts that's done in a way where it looks like a real post uh, on your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of went like, well, hang on a minute. I don't know this guy. Who the hell is it? And he's basically saying like, hey, guys, like, you know, you're probably all feeling a little lonely right now, but just so you know, I'm free to chat anytime, you know, like, uh, you know, let's, let's just, you know, shoot the crap or whatever, you know, and then we can just talk about cool things and things that matter. And I'd already like, you know, gone into the details of this tweet by this point. So I, he stopped talking, but then I realized it said like, this is a promoted message by like, not even like by that guy, like not even like by that guy going, hi, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm jazz sideways and like, and I'm the hot new, in- I'm a hot new influencer on TikTok. Like check out my channel. It's like some stock trading app. Oh, you know, and what? they've clearly like hired quote unquote real people to promote their product. Right. But, in the midst of everything that's going on, their guerrilla advertising is like these young hip people just going, "Hey, just like hook me up on WhatsApp and we'll have a chat, or like come watch my live stream and we'll just hang out and chat because I'm young and hip." And then, hey, you know what I like doing when I'm stuck at home and bored? I love trading stock on this new app. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you should check it out. Yeah. yeah. There's one thing we all need while we're quarantined and self-isolated is to get into like stock trading, I think. It's so so creepy. It sounds like, so dodgy. to me, that, that theory. Let's all do stock trading yeah. and see how we get on. Well, the comments under it were were genius, so I don't think it was really it was really hitting home. <laughs> I don't think that, that campaign was working out so well. Um, Have you noticed that Squarespace has moved into its second phase of advertising? Really? Yeah, I'm seeing new adverts now. I'm still not. Are they still on the island, or are they are they like trying to get off it? No, they're a bit like weirder and funkier now. There's okay. like a a lady who might be a real person because they do name her, uh, where she apparently is a pioneer in the field of flower photography. Right. As cool. in, like plant flowers, not like cooking. Flower. I saw an advert, and it, it might have been Wix, it might have been Squarespace, but it was Harry Redknapp, uh, and he set up a website for Jam Roly Polies. Oh yes, I've seen that one. That yeah. was, I think I that think was that one is, of them. I think that's that's Wix. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't. I don't think Harry Redknapp even knows what a website is. It does, I mean, does he know what a Jam Roly Poly is? Genuinely. Oh, I could go for a jam roly poly right now. Is yeah, a jam roly? Does he mean like a jam roly poly, or is that some kind of euphemism? No, a jam roly poly uh, is a is a is a dessert. Yeah, in the ad, he's doing actual jam roly poly. It's I because he was in the um, 
he was in the Celebrity Jungle a couple of years ago and he kept going on about jam roly-polies because he was so hungry. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's why. Okay. See, this is the kind of uh, popular culture <laughs> stuff that should have got me the quiz result first time round. I don't want to dwell on what I lost out on, but seriously. Jesus. <laughs> Who else has got a hate? I've got a hate. Hit me up. Come on. Sun tan lotion. Sun cream. Sun tan it's go- lotion. It's good for nothing. The sun coming out oh, really? this week. Ah, oh, it's rubbish. It's, the sun coming out this week has got me thinking about how horrible it is to have on your person. Either oh, yeah. you have to carry it around in a bottle or you have to smear it all over you. And then you just feel gross for the rest of the day. You have to now, keep... Go on. I was just going to say... Um... You know when you know when you said like you were staring into the mirror at the barbers and yeah. you sometimes wondered where it had all gone wrong. Maybe that's yeah. where it went wrong. Thing Your is, blasted leathery skin. <laughs> thing is, I wish I had leathery skin. I just burn. Oh. Even if I wear, put Factor Fifty on, I've I've got a reapply Factor Fifty, and by that time I've got sand up the crack of my ass <laughs> because of all the sun lotion everywhere. I've got to put it on even again. Not anywhere near got sand. To, even yeah, where did all the sand come from? <laughs> I'm in a field. <laughs> yeah, I've got to keep reapplying. Even factor fifty, which is basically like covering yourself with A4 sheets of paper. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to do that once an hour. I've got to do that once. I've got to do that once an hour, and I, even if I miss that once, because I'm God forbid I have a nice time in the sun, I burn anyway. Oh, yeah. So what's the bloody point? But surely, like. It's, I, I'm with you. Like I, I, I kind of am, and I'm not. Because it's, like a ne- science... it's a necessary evil. I'll give you that. But yeah. got to, there's got to be another way, John. There's got to be. There's got to be a better way. What about like a, uh, like a parasol, like a, a mid, a mid. Like a geisha. But then why yeah, don't like it, mid... Why don't I just sit indoors then? <laughs> so you want to be in the in the rain? I want to be. I want to be in the sun, like in a beer garden or whatever. When they reopen. Um... Well, I remember beer gardens. Yeah, I mean, oh, what we'd be in a beer garden right now, wouldn't we? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Anyway, we'll be that's a that's a sidebar, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> but why should I have to sit in the shade? All right, my skin is fair. Blah 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 blah. But why should I either have to smear cream on myself or sit in the shade? There's got to be another way. I I do I do actually kind of hate the feeling of sun cream on my I, face in particular. I hate kind of feeling like greasy because yeah, of it. Yeah, that's what it's it is. It's really thing. greasy and horrible and you just can't look look or feel good when you've got sun cream on. And yet, you know, the importance of looking after, you know, that, that pearly white skin, you know. Is I've white. got a solution. Go on. You get a morph suit printed of your body. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is a good solution. I didn't yeah, think of so that. basically you won't you wait until you're looking your very, very best, skin-wise, to shade, everything. Yeah. Your favourite box of sports, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Then you go into like a massive scanner and just roll around until yeah. they've got a full 360 body view of you. Then they just, because they do this on Amazon and eBay and stuff, you can have any custom design printed on a morph suit. Chuck that on there, whack that on, you're yeah. protected, but you look great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now, do, you'll look do, that way forever, even if you age. Now, do yeah. you put that's a good idea clothing on top of that nick or do you yeah are you running well, around are you, are you your... suggesting i get a, a morph suit with my cock and balls on it and then put swimming trunks on over that <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying if you if you get a morph suit of you wearing clothes yeah. that's gonna look weird 
heaven no, forbid it look weird. You're going to get like Nick's suggestion. I think was to have it with where with you wearing your trunks or your boxes at yeah, least. Yeah, your trunks or your, you have a few different ones. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not even sure Amazon box, would like, want to print a naked morph suit of me. I don't think they'd do it. I think they'd probably blur it out or something, or they'd yeah. put like a little a little apple there. It's political like correctness that. gone mad. It's crazy. Why was this on my balls? So you're saying get multiple morph suits printed? No, I'm yeah, saying no, 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 no. I'm saying get one morph suit printed of you in your boxes or your cock and yeah. balls, whatever, and then you wear your actual trunks. Yeah, yeah, over the top, over the top, because that will actually make the whole thing look even more realistic. Aesthetic, aesthetically, that will look phenomenal. Yeah, it'll look great. That's kind of where I was, but I believe Nick did suggest very briefly that you get different combinations of clothing kind of printed onto morph suits. Yeah, yeah it depends. It depends, it depends how freeballing you want to be. It depends what kind yeah. of mood you're in, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Then, you might be feeling a bit flirty. So do you keep layering them? So you're kind of like... <laughs> like Russian dolls! <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like Super Ted. You know, but you're getting thicker and thicker. Your, yeah. your limbs are getting sort of. I mean, we're getting into the we're getting into the area of feeling more uncomfortable than when you've got sun cream on now. If wow. you're wearing multiple morph suits in the searing heat. <laughs> well, oh God, God knows though, your skin will be nice and safe. Oh God, yeah, and it'll be like this impossible when you rip off like a face mask and you actually, oh look at me, I'm Tom Cruise. Yeah, like, I'll, be so, I'll be so covered in sweat that I'll look like I've just been in the bar. <laughs> You'll be looking like you're reenacting birth. Yeah. You know? it's, when, it's when you finally sh- strip down to that final layer and you just kind of sl- like a. Swoops out of it. Like you've just been like cut out of a Tontong's carcass. You just kind of like. <laughs> I thought they smelled bad. Out. On the outside. Um, like your, your pupil phase uh, is is complete, and you're a beautiful but sweaty butterfly. Coming out. <laughs> I, I kind of like I like the idea of you start the day wearing like fifteen morph suits with your kind of default out exterior outfit, yeah. and then as the day goes by, you're only ever shedding them. Yeah, you're just yeah. You're, so you're getting more mobile and, and and kind of thinner as the day goes on. So it's like uh, tuxedo, John. You know, yeah. he's not yeah. always start in a tuxedo, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, then I'm off like, to work. <laughs> <laughs> Strip off, and you got like your your kind of running gear underneath, uh, and and then you know you get to the end of the day, stumble stumble back to you know your doorstep. Strip that final one off and just fall naked and exhausted onto the yeah. floor of your house. You've lost fifty percent of your body weight <laughs> just at this point, so you're basically just bones. <laughs> <laughs> just a jungly bag of bones in a morph suit. Oh, but hey, so you know everyone wins. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's bad. I I was once in Indonesia and in a in a morph First, suit, yeah. In, in a morph suit, yeah. <laughs> what a story that was. Um, but I was, I think it was like the first day on like this kind of beautiful tropical environment. And I was like, okay, don't ask me why. It wasn't a smart decision. But I said, okay, look, I don't have any sun cream with me right this second. So I'll tell you what. That's dangerously I'll... arrogant, John. And I said, Ooh. well, you know what? I haven't got any right now. So I'll sunbathe. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Only, only for... A couple of minutes. Yeah, like three minutes. You know, three I'll just get... Two I'll, minutes. I'll spread the love out. You know, so like I'll get all the sun I'd rather you I would have got in a, in a day. <laughs> I wish you'd I'm put gonna, the love away. I'm going to spread them. <laughs> and I'm going to get 
And I'm going to get like all that condensed into three minutes. Great. And it was a bit like flash frying a cow because I felt <laughs> fine, felt fine for a little while. Uh, and then over the course of a week, I lost all the skin on my shoulders, basically. Oh my it was agonising. And uh, I was wearing wetsuits a lot as well. And that is not pleasant, getting a wetsuit onto sunburn. Oh, that sounds very irritating. And Never yeah, again. Skin white. is a lot like a morph suit. So, you know, I just I feel like I have, to, I have to put so much horrible crap on me, my skin just to sit out in the sun for 10 minutes. It, yeah, I understand. I just pain. feel gross and it ruins it for me. The thing is, the alternative, Chris Ray, is I have seen you get sunburned so rapidly on your face that it yeah. looked like a gunshot wound. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a laser. I've oh, seen um... I've seen someone, and I won't name him, uh, James P. Oh, no, that's too obvious. Um, J.P. Yeah. Um, yeah. He got sunburned because uh, we were in... Where were we, John? We were on holiday somewhere. Portugal. Um, Portugal. We were, in, we were in Portugal. Uh, and he didn't put any sun cream on all day. And his lips just exploded. Oh my! I'm God. serious. These photos of him, his lips are like three times the size. Yikes! Um, so I, I appreciate that it has to be done, but I just think it's a horrible way of protecting yourself. Yep. Fair enough. I agree. And this sunny weather has had me thinking about it, so that's why I've just stayed indoors drinking beer. Cheers. <laughs> All the best. All the Cheers. best. I uh, I've got a hate. Go on then. Yes, I'm John. Uh, I absolutely hate um clapping oh. at, at tech demos and press shows oh okay so as in okay so say imagine uh steve jobs steve jobs you know jo- he's, he's old jobsy he's up on stage the year is 2008 i don't know he's got the he's got the i the ipod Two or whatever, the iPod, like size of a house brick, yeah. And he goes, um, it only costs twelve grand. Uh, uh, yeah, no, and he goes, and the good news is, <laughs> it only costs twelve grand. And everyone goes, Whoa! yeah, and like <laughs> now, um, obviously, a lot of conventions have been and and uh, you know, kind of technology shows are being cancelled and whatever. But you always have like, um, was it E E three, like E3. the big. The Electronic Entertainment, Entertainment Expo. Expo, yeah. thank you. Uh, and so you get like all the big gaming companies, you know, they they book out a theatre. Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, it's such a weird environment because they book out a theatre to have a packed audience of people sit there and essentially listen to an advert for yeah. something they're going to make. And do you do you think they're actors though? No, they are members of the public. Are I they? mean, yeah, they'll have actors on stage, and that's it's awful. That's I think I've talked about that before. Yeah, but explain, they'll go. They'll say like, okay, so and we're announcing the PlayStation Five, and oh. everyone like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're ripping the seats up and throwing them. It's like they're a ripping Juventus their morph match, suits you know? off, like onto the next layer, and. And then they'll start like, okay, okay, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, that warrants applause. Okay, you know, great, big announcement. But then over the course of like half an hour, they will continue to... Applaud like every statistic or something. Yeah, or or the same way like when Marvel does like a a big, um, 
when Marvel or DC do a big press uh, uh, audience screening thing at like uh, yeah, yeah. San Diego or something, and they'll say the most innocuous thing or the thing like some, they might say something that it's okay to get excited about, but you can't really cheer it because you haven't seen it yet. Are you talking yeah, more I... about over exuberance than actual polite applause? Well, a bit, all, all, you know, they run the gamut, but it's basically like when, when, um, someone goes, and the PlayStation Five will have the ability to play DVDs, <gasps> and everyone's like, <gasps> you know, and all. I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing. Uh, it was on Red Letter Media. It was a clip of people watching the trailer for The Force Awakens. Yeah. And it, it, comes, it goes dum 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 dum, and it's the, uh, the Star Wars logo. And it's not an exaggeration. You just hear this one voice go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> because the, it's just the, like, what, what were you expecting? What were you, were you expecting it to be? Not Star Wars. Yeah. And, I, and I think I think that's it, Rev. I think you've you've hit the nail on the head because again, I don't want to shit on people who enjoy that thing. Like, if you are a fan of Star Wars, wonderful, you know. But it's like you've queued for two hours to get into mm. a screening, which is literally called like the the official Star Wars uh, screening at San Diego. Like yeah. it's not you going to be a mystery. It. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. You know, it, it's like it's that thing where you it's like you just get caught up in the moment. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Because what I was going to mention is the fact that you get these like really annoying leading phrases that these people will say and like everyone knows that there's no like inference or subtlety to them at all so if it's like a marvel announcement for the for end game or something they'll be like and maybe in this installment we'll be seeing six familiar gems no. <laughs> and it's like okay you all cheer because you're all in a crowd but if you were like <laughs> if you were at your mate's house and you're talking in the kitchen about marvel movies and your mate went and maybe you'll see Six familiar gems. You'd be like, Gareth, are you talking about the Infinity Stones? <laughs> Could you get to the point, Gareth? And also, all these mini quiches are good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, because like, for, Mar- for Marvel at least, they could probably sum up those entire their entire like hour long presentation with a JPEG of <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yeah, JPEG. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's going to be in it. Yeah, it's a JPEG of all the all the upcoming titles, like they always do. Yeah. But it's like, hey guys, click. It, the, these are the movies we're making. Uh, thanks for coming. Because they haven't made them yet. Like they haven't done anything. All they're doing is teasing us with information which isn't even like major central things. It's just like they don't have anything. So they're no. just trying to hype everyone up on nothing. It's not even a fact or a secret. They're just like... <laughs> they're, they're barely statements they're, they're just Word. like kind of ob- yeah they're just random collections of words like <laughs> you know um you know and uh and and let's just say our next movie might uh might have four leading oh. stars and everyone goes like oh yeah, oh, yeah. What, what, did he, what did he just confirm well nothing yeah. really but Cue the rampant speculation on YouTube. Yeah. And then they'll get like, and, and, you know, the director of that movie is 
here today and he'll come on and it's like and it's some guy and no one knows that person but everyone goes like yeah yeah and, they, and then they go like hey what, what do you think about the new movie and he goes i think it's going to be fa- fundamentally good no wait sorry no fan- fantastic it's going to be fantastic i think it's going to be fantastic for all of you <laughs> we're making this one yeah for the fans it's that's two on the nose. Like, no, no. <laughs> no, he goes, oh, no, wait. No one applauded. Uh, it will look better when it's written down. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a piece of four appears on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, and, I, and I think what annoys me the most is, is that I'm, I'm probably not above it. Like, I, yeah, I, I do, I do I, feel myself getting pumped up for, let's say, Mar- a big Marvel movie, for example. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I and I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm proud to admit. I know, and my point is very much not that, yeah, yeah, you get excited. Like, please get excited. I get excited about things. I just mean, like, I feel I'm a fairly cynical person at heart. And yeah. yet, if you put me in a room in that environment, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to applaud to this. You know, it's <laughs> ridiculous. And then they'll say, like, uh, Yes, but now you can play games with your friends online via the internet, and everyone will go like, yeah! and I'll be like, oh, 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 yes, yes. This is kind of what, I, what I'm getting at with like my Gareth's kitchen anecdote. It's like if, if Gareth is there telling you and trying to tease you about the six Infinity Gems, it's like, well, Gareth, just get to the point. But if you're if you're like actually there and someone's doing this really tenuous, crappy, like non-subtle kind of intro you're like it just gets so into it but this is how like and the next step from this is fascism this is (laughs) oh that's a that's a big leap no this is my point this is how it happens everyone goes like oh no we'd never have you know we're never gonna fall to fascism or whatever and then this is why people like political rallies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just suddenly like, you know, you know what? I never really thought about blaming all my problems on a, a minority, but actually, this person <laughs> in the in the in the odd uniform on stage makes a compelling argument. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm thinking. I think Thanos has a point. Actually, <laughs> no, think about it. They are stealing all my jobs. <laughs> We do need to remove fifty percent of the people in the universe to save all of our jobs. <laughs> So yeah, what I'm saying is there's a clear line of progression from applauding a tech demo to a, a totalitarian government. Mm. I can't okay. think about Apple without thinking about the guy who got the first iPhone dropping it on the floor live on telly. That was great. <laughs> that was amazing. That was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> Wasn't there, didn't like Tesla have that weird car? A few months. Yeah, ago. and then he said the window. Oh yeah, and then and then he hit it with like a ball bearing or something, and it smashed. Yeah, and, and we like he didn't seem that bothered about it either. He was just sort of laughing, and it may it may have been laughing to hide his absolute furiousness with his employees who were all going to be fired the next day. Oh yeah, then he but fired thirty like, percent of the workforce because yeah. of that. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> oh well, obviously that's not the right glass or something. It's like this looks really bad, dude. You really goofed this one. <laughs> I mean, like that. There are certain scenarios where that's funny, but if you were if you were like doing a tech demo for a new bulletproof jacket, like you and don't want to be. Well, yeah, the, yeah the, guy, the guy just bled out on stage. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but it's like you know, you, you the CEO is like he calls up um, 
like a guy from the tech team and he's wearing like the bulletproof jacket and goes, and we are so proud of the new bullet stopping capacity of our jacket. We're going to test it live on stage, whips out a pistol and shoots this guy in the head. It's like, no, fuck. Shit, you shot the wrong bitch. Sorry, my, my instincts kicked in. I just didn't go for the head. That piece of the morph suit wasn't bulletproof. <laughs> you see, if you've been wearing 15 morph suits, you might actually be bulletproof. Yeah, it would just be like being hit with a sledgehammer, but it wouldn't pierce. And that's Where's Mythbusters when you need them? Like, can't we bring that show back just to test how many morph suits you'd need to be bulletproof? Or how many morph suits you'd need to wear before you died? <laughs> no, you'd have a pipe or something. Yeah. Oh, oh well. For air. Great. And excretion. Oh god! So, uh, do we have a, pipe. Do we have any community hate? <laughs> yeah, we do actually. We do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so we reached out to our wonderful listeners to see what they were loving and hating during the current uh, situation, and we've got a few coming in on the. You know, I'm just coming uh, in live, coming in the, hot. The, the messenger pigeons are throwing themselves against the window as we speak. Oh, God, they're, they're dying in droves. It's horrible. <laughs> Good Lord. But at least we'll have food for the next week. Yeah. Um, Andrew Stevens, friend of the show, right? Steve, Steve-o. I, old Steve-o goes, I hate how quickly I'm eating snacks. Oh. Okay, yeah, no, actually, I can massively relate to this. I am I'm going through snacks like some sort of horribly possessed conveyor belt. And I don't, I don't understand why. What I don't, I don't understand what. Help me! Someone send something. Good luck. I had two sausage rolls before I started this podcast, and you know what I'm like with sausage rolls. I love a sausage roll, but shit, shit me to death. We, we'll and you will, God yeah, and you, and, and yeah. Based on that, you probably will. Did you, did you ever watch a kids program uh, called Bertha? Bertha. I, I know, I know of it. I don't think I ever watched it. It was made by the same people who made like uh, Postman Pat, mm. I think, and it was about oh. a factory, and they had a massive machine called Bertha, right. and every episode was about like all the people in the factory. Basically, every Bertha could make anything. Like you put something in, and then uh, something came out. So there'd be a whole episode about making springs or whatever. But the oh, catch okay. is that Bertha was a giant uh, immobile machine with a mouth and a conveyor belt and the conveyor belt went into her mouth sure. and uh, she had eyes and kind of like weird, like teeth, teeth, flappy, like Plastic. perspex sheets kind of like hanging down. Uh, it kind of makes me think of you. Yeah. I think that's probably right. That, that could be my new profile picture. Actually. You should uh, Google it. Actually. Bertha animated may- series. Yes. I'm seeing it now. Yes. You described the teeth very well, actually. That was spot on. Um, weird. But yeah, I do totally get Andrew's point here because for some reason I'm having to buy more things that I'm sort of trying to fill my food voids, as I refer to the periods between meals. Uh, <laughs> food voids with just something that's like it's not even I need it; it's like mouth entertainment, as my wife <laughs> put it, which I think is a really good phrase. I just want something to entertain me, my mouth bits, and uh, but I, I, there's not enough variation in the world to satisfy me. <laughs> I yeah I gotta say like um we're doing a lot of you know we're doing a lot of cooking being at home now and um very much enjoying it I think our our actual meal quality has gone up like we're we're cooking oh it's great yeah um, yeah, yeah 
but as you say, it's, it's, that, it's that kind of flavor desert between between the meals where you're kind of like you're just kind of looking for something to chew on. Like you're not. Yeah, exactly. I don't really mind what as long as like it's maybe like crunchy. Maybe it's got like some salt on it. I'm quite happy. Like cheese um, is good for me. I've been going for cheese. Just a whole block of queso. I've been reaching for cheese. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of biscuits and I've been drinking a lot of beer, as I said earlier. You did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, I do think I might be um, packing on a few pounds for the uh, the winter months at, the, at this rate. <laughs> I actually think I've lost weight. You're You're weirdly, I feel like I've lost weight in the last couple of weeks. Don't know why. I suppose I've been walking the dog every day. But I do that anyway. I don't know. It's all the, it's, it's all the energy you're putting into chewing. Yeah, yeah, that must it. that must be it. it that must be it. Good. And lifting like the such, bottle up such in my mouth every two seconds. That's a big one. Yeah, we're um we uh we we've basically polished off a couple of Easter eggs in a in a day. Nice. You know, oh, yeah, that reminds me. We've got some of those ready ready for this weekend. Like, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm facing the prospect of going back to the supermarket either today or tomorrow. So I've just got to wait until my um you know I've hammered more nails into that baseball bat. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> which, so the which, real fear which is supermarket are you going to? I'm not going to tell you that. Why? <laughs> I need to minimise the, the competition. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, right, okay. Sorry, no. But um, but yeah, like the real danger will be not running out of the essentials like rice or tomatoes or whatever. It will be uh, it will be running out of um, crackers. Mm. you'll be running out of um, the sweet Polish chocolates that I crave on a daily uh, basis. Yeah. yeah, we had we had some jet skis, which I think is what they're called. But oh, they were so good. So good. What else okay. have you got? Uh, I hate, says Liz Thatcher, friend oh, of the show. Oh, very pretty name. Uh, it's, a very, it's a very pretty name. Uh, I hate how when people are saying, oh, because of the lockdown, my house has never been cleaner. Uh, Liz points out that how can that be true when there are now three of us in the house making a mess 24 hours a day and the house has never been harder to keep clean? Uh, well, both I think both things are true, aren't they? It's never been dirtier and cleaner at the same time, but it depends which part of the day you're talking about. I don't think that's true at all. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying that we clean it, we clean it so it's clean, but then it gets dirtier quicker after oh, it's see. clean. So you've, you're, on a, you're on a more regular... Uh, wave, as it were. Yes, exactly. You're saying the high. You're 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 experiencing dizzying highs and crushing lows, yeah, exactly. rather than this. Just, uh, just generally horrible... in life. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I feel like. It's... Yeah, I do feel like I'm tidying more often. Um, I mowed the lawn. Like... I don't do that very often. The lawn's been the I lawn's been that. mowed. We cut some trees down and what have you. So, yeah, we're doing we're doing stuff. So it's it's more organised, yeah. but yeah, probably generally it's not that much cleaner. We um, I did a I did a big clean of the house uh, kind of a few weeks ago before everything went to heck, and I kind of was hoping that would last me until about September. But mm. we opened all the windows today, which seemed like a nice thing to do because it was really hot outside and the wind was lovely. Mm. And all it did was kick up like massive clouds of dust, which were just kind of like. Blow, <laughs> blowing across the room so I'm like I think I'm going to need to have to clean again mm. and also I've been cutting my hair at home and I have a lot of hair so like, <laughs> it's everywhere now. yeah it, it takes like two rungs with the hoover to 
repair the bathroom after what I do to it. Oh, good lord. That's disgusting. Fun fact, like, it, you know, my my fursuit cosplay was basically complete after I cut my hair. Like, Jesus oh, that's Christ. Oh, yeah, I'm so, like, I'm so happy <laughs> I was I was absolutely caked. Like, I, my hair is like a force of nature. It is it is astonishing like how much of it there is. Um, I've got another hate. Another go hate? On. Yeah, who's this? Yeah, here from? we go. Yeah, it's from, uh, it's from Louis, friend of the show. Louis. Uh, Louis hates how he he's worried that the current climate is becoming the norm. And he hates how, when this is all over, he may never be able to recover and will still be a hermit long after the dust settles. Keep uh, it, yes, keep it yeah. light, John. Jesus. <laughs> leave, leave him laughing. Yeah. Uh, like, I... I was thinking about this. Like, like I've, I found myself looking at people as they walk down the street when I'm in the kitchen, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking... Are you inside your one hour of allowed exercise time? You know, what are you, what are you, I'm judging everyone who walks past. Oh. And I can, feel, I can feel people judging me as I like go for a walk just to clear my head or something. It's like, does he need to do that? Why is he out? Is he infected? Is he going to touch me? Will he spit on me? If he spits, will he spit me from here? I don't know. Have, have I got a tape measure? How, how far does the average man spit? Oh, good God. Why have yeah. I been thinking about this for so long? You know, that sort of thing, uh, which I'm sure we're all going. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> the blood drains from your face as you see a man walking down the street, tongue out, just like <laughs> slapping it left to right. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, it's funny, isn't it? Like, uh, I think I talked on a previous show about how much I'm actually very much enjoying spending more time at home, this quieter mm. way of life. But yeah, like, I, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I'm missing. I'm missing being able to like socialize with my friends. I'm I'm missing being able to kind of like even just like just go around someone's house and like play a game or like have a drink or yeah. something like that. That's that's what I'm kind of missing, I think. But I could definitely like if I just had to spend the rest of my life just kind of like doing gardening and a bit of work at home and as long as the food keeps coming in and I've got beer, I'd probably probably be all right he said i think yeah, i think we'd be all, we'd, we'd be all right like, we'll fall back into it quickly as we've yeah. fallen out of it i think i think so i just think there's going to be this weird adjustment period sort of following on from what i was saying about like the way people look at each other when you're out and about it's like when we're all allowed to go back out is there still going to be this element of should we be should i be should they be you know like and almost like a little bit social pressure and thinking maybe it's safer just to stay inside and not, not bother going out. It's funny how I wonder, it's almost like, like a, a week ago, we were all talking about like, uh, you know, the milk of human kindness and how everyone was kind of like um, rallying together and being like really nice to each other. And that's still kind of happening, but there is that slight kind of like curtain twitcher element yeah. coming in where you're now kind of like you're looking at everyone going like oh you know is that that person wasn't in the house a minute ago you know? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that, what's yeah. the postman doing back there you know like i i went for a walk today as i mentioned and uh part of my walk, yeah i know i know i wasn't out for very long and i kept away from everybody i only spat at three children oh, very good um, and what one part of the walk is sort of like on a raised bit, and you can sort of look down into people's gardens. And I love a look into a garden. Oh, they love and, uh, looking out those. I know exactly what you mean. They love looking out yeah. into the field, those people. 
Yeah, exactly. And one of one of the gardens, there were two old ladies sat having a cup of tea on her one of their patio, I can only assume. And I was thinking, you probably don't live in the same house. No. Because, like, wh- why would you be? Like, you might be buddies, you might be housemates, but at that age, you know, they were probably like late 70s, early 80s, is it that likely that they would be sharing a house together? In which case, did you just go over to your neighbour or friend's house for a cup of tea? And, I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to judge. But what I'm saying is I'm having this entire thought process as I'm looking down on these two old ladies having a cup of tea in the back of their garden. I'm, I'm judging them. I'm starting to w- try and work out how it could be OK that they're allowed to have a cup of tea. <laughs> I think that's the danger, isn't it? Like, I think people have, for the most part, been pretty good about it all. But I guess, like, the longer you leave it, yeah, people might start getting, like, a little screw crazy like and might start fair. going... Well, nothing's yeah. happened yet, so I'm probably yeah. fine to. Yeah, I'll just you know, go see go... Agnes, and I'll, you know, we'll just you go talk about those Infinity Stones for a bit. Because oh, like... again, like it only it only works as long as everyone's kind of playing the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as as is the case for most of society. And I know. <laughs> the, the, oh God, like you know, the last time I, I mean, I, I I'm trying not. I don't want to like just kind of like rant about like the situation, but like I remember. Going to the last time I went to the supermarket last week, um, I'm doing my damnedest to like follow the instructions and stay away from people. And, you know, they've got a one way system, all that kind of stuff. And yet there's like old people. <laughs> like It's like I've got a gravitational pull. Like I was just looking at like uh, at, like some tinned goods. And this elderly man just kind of walked up and basically put his tongue in my ear. Like, might as well. <laughs> what, 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 what an image. What a yeah. mental image I've got at the moment. Basically, might as well have been giving me mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He was so close. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> what, you stand what, to lose yeah. so much more. Yeah. There are, so, there are some people, and it does seem to be older people, who either don't care or don't understand. It's one of them. There's a guy. Yeah. There's a guy, sort of a friend of a friend who I know, um, and he keeps going around his brother's house, and and he's right. being told you can't go out. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's it's I can go out once a day, no, but not to someone's house. Yeah, and it's like, uh, why am I why am I explaining this to you again? <laughs> I can I can why is it so hard? I can I can make one trip a day. Yes, but not to the cinema. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't go, don't go to the ICU for crying out loud. <laughs> he just start walking around with vulnerable person's yeah. aisle. Oh, uh, you, you look a bit peaky. Oh, he looks like shit. Oh, God. Oh, your yeah. hands are so cold. Let me breathe yeah. on them. Me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some dirt on your forehead. Let me... Jesus Christ, just stay away from people. Um, okay, and... We have any community loves. Uh, we'll tell you what, here's, here's an interesting one because it segues nicely, the pivot point. Um, Alice Angel writes into the show. Uh, who, who's Alice? I guess we'll never know. And I says, guess we won't. There's no way says, of knowing for sure. And says, I hate not playing Animal Crossing. And at uh, the same time says, I love playing Animal Crossing. Uh, <laughs> what is Animal Crossing? Right, so oh, Animal God. Crossing is a, a Nintendo game that. Oh, uh, what's a Nintendo? Nintendo Switch. I'm not. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> um, I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. It is a game that was. Uh, it's, it's. It's had a, uh, many, many sort of iterations. This is the latest edition that's come out, uh, the most recent one. 
and it literally launched basically the day before lockdown. I think it came out exactly then. Oh, um, that's convenient. Yeah, a lot of fans very excited about the game leading up to it anyway, and then coupled with the fact that we were going into lockdown made it even more appealing because what the game essentially is is a better version of our life. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's kind of like you create... I mean, speak for yourself, but... Yeah, sure. Well, this is, this is the case if you want to go live on a deserted island with a load of little animal friends, live a decidedly cute life where you can interior decorate your home to practically unlimited levels, and uh, just live a sort of stress-free paradise life. And this game comes along exactly when we're all forced to stay inside. It's kind of like, and I mean this with the nicest, in the nicest way, uh, it's like a game with no point. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Oh. Yeah. You, you basically, and it's, that sounds like a negative, but it really isn't, because it's kind of like, it's quite mindful. You find yourself going about tasks like collecting fruit and uh, digging up fossils and pulling up weeds and all of that sounds so so boring but what you're doing is you're gradually like driving towards making a bit more money so you can buy a few fancy things to your house to make it look even nicer and it all just serves nothing other than the the act of doing something fairly pleasant and heartwarming in your day that's really all it is and it's incredibly popular like it's it's the most successful game selling on the switch at the moment it's charming as hell oh yeah like, I've not dipped my toe into that because I, I feel I may never come back from it. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm enjoying how much people are enjoying it, like, it's, vi- yeah. vicariously. There's something very, um, like, it, it, it's at the expense of no one or nothing. It is, it is decidedly and brilliantly well-meaning and well-spirited. Oh, and in, in, a, in a world that we live in where everything seems to have some sort of slightly horrible edge where it's trying to get something else or achieve something else or push forward some horrible message this one really isn't it really is just trying to be as good and as lovely as it can and it really does promote a kind of like like you you can talk to the villagers for example that live in your town uh, but you can't say anything bad to them there's simply never an option there's different options of things to say but there's never one like it's just fuck off and get out of my town you know like other games would try and give you the ability to to make moral what choices. a game that would be by the way Get out of my town! <laughs> well, you know, if you want to play a game like that, just play Fallout or something. Yeah. I don't know, if you want to blow it's, up a whole town. But it's it's like uh, you're the only human in yeah, that's a, weird thing. a realm of like anthropomorphic animals. But it's it's kind of it walks what a very over? fine line between being like, oh, I wish the world was like this, and have I actually died? And if this were a TV show. The bizarre <laughs> season finale is discovering you're actually in limbo yeah. or something like that. Because, like, it is too good to be true in many ways. Yeah. You go to like the corner shop and there'll be, I don't know, it'll be like Ruffles the Anteater or something is, <laughs> you know, and he'll go like, oh, good day, sir. Like, we're a little short on honey. Perhaps you could run me an errand and go catch, you know, go find some. You go, okay, sir, I've got nothing else to do. And this is the game. <laughs> you'll just go do that, and then you'll you'll bring it back to Ruffles, and he'll go, and he'll probably let out a hearty bellow, a uh, belly laugh, or something. And then you'll get invited to the the evening folk dance or something. Yeah, like um, Ali. One of the things you can do in this new version is you can build infrastructure in your island, so you can build like bridges to go over rivers and things like that. And uh, these take quite a lot of money that you have to invest into them, and then they take a couple of days to be built. And once they're built, they're quite a significant new addition to the landscape. 
and you can then go into the town hall and arrange an uh, an opening ceremony for the new piece of infrastructure that you've commissioned. <laughs> and then, then it cuts to a little cutscene where everyone, the all the inhabitants of the island, all gather on the bridge with party poppers, including you. You're asked to give a speech, and you've only given three options of like two words to say or something, and one of them is just woo. And then he goes, and oh, now I declare this bridge open, and you all pull a party popper, and that's it. And and it's like this was in service of nothing other than just being fucking adorable. <laughs> and yet, and yet, and that sounds charming as hell. And yet, if you told me, John, I'm now forcing you to go work in civic planning, I <laughs> that's exactly it. I'd want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, Ali, Ali has been playing it basically nonstop. Like it's been her sort of life preserver amidst all of this, and uh, it's 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 a lovely one to be fair. So, um, should we have one more uh, community love to kind of yeah, um, go for it? Okay, uh, so this is echoed by a few people, so I'm going to kind of amalgamate it into one. But people are saying how much they are loving technology at this time, mm. in oh, particular. Yes. In particular, now other brands are available, but Zoom is yeah. getting a lot of shout outs. I, I've been moment. using Zoom an awful lot. I hadn't even heard of Zoom before all this. Where off. did Zoom come from? This is mad. I think it's always been there, but it wasn't popular until now. Oh, and now, like, now it's all Jesus? the rage, isn't it? Like Jesus. Yeah, yeah exactly. what did they do? Like Jesus, yeah. What did they do, though? Because, like, I've been on Zoom as well, and there's really very little difference between it and, say, Skype or Microsoft Teams. Or any of yeah. these other ones you've yeah. been using. I don't know. That's it's a good question. Multi video call system. And yet everyone's talking about Zoom. Look at the footprints in the sand. When you saw only one pair, that's when I was carrying you. I'm Zoom Jesus. <laughs> Zoom Jesus. That's the greatest. Jesus I, of I all. saw a good thing today, which was um, you may have heard that Zach Braff and Donald Faison are doing a Scrubs rewatch podcast. Yes, which um, is insane. Which is brilliant. And they got Sarah Chalk on the latest episode. Oh, right. Um, and she, they put a screen grab and it was her on Zoom. And all the replies were going, did you Zoom, Zoom, Zoom? <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> what? Okay, sidebar. What the hell is it about Scrubs right this second? Because I used to really like Scrubs. And then I've gone maybe 10, 15 years without thinking about Scrubs at all. And now suddenly everyone's talking about Scrubs yeah. again. Like not just the fact that there's now a, a you know, Zach Brath and Don, Donald. But I Donald got Faison. I got the box set, uh, the whole complete Scrubs for my birthday, which was a month ago. And now, yeah, as you say, all of a sudden everyone seems to be back on it. I saw some. I someone wrote a Twitter essay about how oh. important Carla was as a character. I saw that someone's about to publish like. A magazine, like a fan magazine of illustrated essays, all about Brilliant. Scrubs. Oh like, why now? What yeah, stars why aligned? Why now? Well, there we go. Don't have Is that a beer? I, I don't, that was a beer opening. Yes. I just, yeah. Good God. Well, it's it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, it's twenty past four now in the we're UK. There, we're there. In the UK. Yeah. Well, look. Shit, we should get who, with it. <laughs> uh, Nick, I believe. It is me, yes. Yeah, hit us up. Here we go. So my love is kids TV villains. Ah. Right? Specifically, and I think I've maybe talked about my love of villains in the past in various capacities, such as Robotnik, but specifically the ones that, in, in, a, in the story structure, they always stay in their castle 
like their, their evil dark castle <laughs> surrounded by lava. And they send their minions out, but their minions fail every episode yes. to catch the heroes. And they never do anything except berate their first lieutenant or whatever. They just stay there and expect it all to work out. And yeah, what I really, I love these just generally, but what I think is the funniest thing about it is that as a viewer of these shows, and bear in mind, I'm still watching these shows. So like, I'm not referring back to when I was a kid. I still watch <laughs> this stuff. But, um, but like, you always know in your heart of hearts that they're, they're really tough. Like if, if they did leave the castle, the hero would be fucked. But they never do. Are you talking about Lord Zed? Lord Zed was on my list of, 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 of examples. Yeah. Like he's he's always there. He's got his big Zed stick. At the end you know, of every episode, he's like, oh, you poops have failed me again. Oh, but I'll you get do. you next time, Power Rangers. But except you won't, Zed, because yeah, you never do anything yeah. yourself. You just sit there on your fucking metal chrome throne that looks very uncomfortable, I might add, and expect Goldar and that pig, blue pig dude to just do everything for you. For someone so physically imposing, Goldar was a fucking waste of space. He really was. <laughs> just thinking about it, like, when... Like, I don't know. You don't really expect the CEO of a company to, like, run no. out... No, when 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 I order something off Amazon, Jeff Bezos doesn't turn up on my doorstep. Like you, you make a good point, but Jeff Bezos himself, I don't think, has personal investment as to whether or not you bought that pack. And you're not a, you're not a threat to his company, John. Or yeah, the planet. Yeah. I mean, like Jeff Jeff Bezos has actually leveled Angel Grove on several <laughs> occasions. <laughs> well, he's got to put his new like conveyor belt somewhere. Um, yeah. But like Jeff, the equivalent would be like Jeff Bezos' superpower is money, right? Mm. And let's say you are an up and coming money superpower, you know, but, but a much smaller one. He would use his money to smash you personally. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd, um, yeah, it's like he'd he'd empower someone. <laughs> like he he'd look into like his looking glass of coins and. <laughs> And then, like, he'd just send, like, spirals of cash down into someone to, like, I don't know, oh, make them grow big. I remember how yeah. Power Rangers works. I can't... Yeah, he'd pick a random employee from the, like, from the conveyor belt floor, and he'd flood their, their orifices with money yeah. until they grew into some monstrous, like, capitalist demon, which would then go around and buy out the, his rival competing... And then when he threw it, he'd go, make my investment grow! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, and then the Power Rangers are basically like uh, I don't know socialism rangers or something. Yeah, in this analogy, um, Power Rangers are like farm to plate um, <laughs> bespoke bespoke hipster brewers, basically. Yeah, they're the guy in the canoe on the Squarespace application. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah. Do you have any other examples of kind of like less than hangs on villains? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I have Skeletor. Classic. Mm. All he ever did was, didn't he have a mate who had wings? And he'd send him out, but he never left. Um, I've got Luther Repulsa and Lord Zed, obviously. I've got Aku from Samurai Jack. Who, that is true. He was always just in that big tube, basically, just hanging out and waiting for someone to solve his Samurai Jack problem. Um, yeah, that was the few I had. <laughs> so... Based on that, someone like Robotnik actually scores fairly highly because yeah. yes, he, he builds robots, mm. but he he's there on the on the front line. You know, he gets his hands dirty. 
He does. Well, yeah, kind of. But he does. He's there at the end of every zone, ready to give Sonic a thrashing. Did, he loses, did, did but... Dick Dastardly ever get his hands dirty? Well, he was, well, he was driving. Like... Yeah, yeah, he was in the race. And I guess he was always like laying traps and things like that. He sent, so he he sent was... Muttley to do a lot of his work. That is true. And maybe it's a synonymous thing with these villains that they're kind of lazy. Yeah. And that's like one of their flaws, I guess. Well, but... based, on, based on the corporate hierarchies we're describing here, I would actually much rather, having you know examined the facts, I would much rather <laughs> work for Dr. Robotnik than I would for Skeletor. I feel like... Yeah. I feel Skeletor shows a level of... Um, you know, he's willing to sacrifice his people, his troops. Um, yes. He's very removed from the actual running of the business. Whereas I feel like I can imagine Robotnik, like, helping on a charity fun run. You know. <laughs> but like, what, what if, if, what if gets involved? What if Skeletor offered you a better pension? What, mm. the Robotnik? So he didn't get involved, but you get a better pension plan working for Skeletor than you did for Robotnik. Yeah, but that's, that's only if I survive being sent If you survive, but it's, it's risk and reward, isn't it? I guess it is risk and reward, yeah. yeah I feel like, true. I feel the issue there is that Skeletor's the kind of guy who would never quite get your name right. Like he'd <laughs> oh, always, yeah. he'd always, he'd, he'd keep calling you Rick, Nick. Yeah, you know? he would call me Rick. But yeah. as you say, that, that, that pension plan is really good. It's you worth know? the sacrifice. Like, it's, it's worth incredibly inviting. And yeah. I feel like the problem is Robotnik would be really nice about it and I, I feel that would just make it worse because he's got like, you know, his office door is always open, you know. Yeah. And you'd come in. And he always and... wears like Hawaiian shirts and stuff. Do you, think, but... yeah. Do you think Robotnik wouldn't have very good social skills either because he works with robots? That's so, in, like, when, when you're having like a one to one with him or like a, a review, he's sort of very aloof and very impersonal. Well, yeah, because it's because it's all in binary. Or a skeleton, you might skills. disagree with him, but he's passionate about what he does. That's true. And he looks you I in think... the eye. He may not remember your name, but he does look you in the eye. Yeah. Tell, tell do... me how it is, Skeletor. I think that's no. the thing. Like, I may, I may not be able to respect, I may not be able to like Skeletor as a person, but I do feel that in his hands, the company is doing fairly well. Like, his corporate messaging is very strong. Like, he he yeah. really lives the brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so hard to find a perfect job, isn't it? It really <laughs> is. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, Rev. What have you got? Yeah, I've got a love. My love is winning. Yes. <laughs> I love winning. Oh, I knew this would happen. I love winning. Come on. Can we, can we can we mute that mic? What's going on here? Oh, I love winning. Whether uh, whether, it's, whether it's on local radio, whether it's a game of Scrabble, whether I've travelled all the way to Kent to watch Gillingham win a game, it is worth it. I love winning. I love the feeling. It's fantastic. Have you won in an honest manner recently? Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I won. I won Scrabble yesterday. Against Liz. Against Liz, and Liz is very good at Scrabble. She's very good at Scrabble. Yeah. Jesus. Well, we've got a, we've got an in-house tournament going, and I'm currently losing two one, but I'm, I'm back in the game. It's going to be it's, best. It's, it's going to be best of ninety nine. I was going to say, <laughs> but it's you got to it's a league, you know, not a not a championship. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you start; it matters how you finish. That's what I always say. Well, I've, I've just said it. So. Yeah, you have said that before. I probably yeah. I probably have said that before. Oh, I just the feet. There's no feeling like it at a football match when you're at the game and your team wins. There's no feeling like it. It's like I think I've talked about uh, celebrating a goal before, but actually winning and knowing your day has led to something good, and you've had a good day out with your friends. You've had watched the game. That's been good, and you can go home relatively hate free. I love that <laughs> feeling. 
How <laughs> do you cope then with the devastating feeling of of a loss? Or terribly. Oh, right. I've, I have I have thrown things down the street before in Gillingham. I've thrown my backpack down a street before. Wow. I kicked a bin. Oh yeah, I'm better, like, than, I'm better than yeah. I used to be with losing, but I'm, I still don't like losing. You show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. I was <laughs> I was about to like add some kind of disclaimer for the listener to say like he sound what he's describing make, makes him sound like an awful person. I was going to kind of step in and say no, 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 but but then I I really couldn't. I didn't kick, I didn't kick it. I didn't kick it in a way which caused any social disruption. No, just mental, kind of like. Well, the bin doesn't have a doesn't have a soul. No, but the you poor the poor school trip that was behind it. Oh well, I regret I regret telling them to fuck off now. If I'm honest, but <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have mouthed off like off they like that. Ask your grandma; she shouldn't have mouthed off like that. Um, <laughs> no, I've never done anything to hurt anybody, but I have kicked inanimate objects uh, and I've thrown a money like tin full of two p coins out a wall before, and a toilet really? brush. And they never let you back into that Oxfam. Yeah. yeah, I know. Why would you? Why would you? But conversely, well, that feeling of winning, it just makes it all worth it. And I, I, I've got, there's nothing quite like it. Not that I'm a very well, competitive ba- person. Based on that, then, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad you did cheat on the radio. Because yeah, yeah you're just inconsolable. I didn't cheat. Hey. I didn't cheat. I used the resources available to me. Nobody said I couldn't look it up. No, I suppose not. It's like one of those... Yeah, this is like one of those things where, you know, the official rule book for football technically doesn't say a dog can't play. But, <laughs> I, think, you know, I, think, I think it probably does. Do you, do you reckon, though? Is there actually a clause well, there that is says... A, like, there was a precedent for a dog coming on a pitch and, and the ball was heading in and it hit the dog and stayed out. So that dog well, that, saved... There is a precedent for that. That dog saved that Christmas. Dog <laughs> And also, a ball once, and this was in a Premier League game maybe 10 years ago, a ball hit a beach ball that had been thrown onto the pitch, deflected the ball, and it went in. And oh. the ref had to give that because that was uh, an, a- or an alien, inverted commas, object. But no one did anything about it. You've got to I'd hate your own to thing. And That's also... got to be the worst day for a ref when you've got to make a call like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can imagine. Oh yeah, and if half the people in the in the stadium have have a hair trigger as fine as yours, like good god, oh, I wouldn't god. I, I wouldn't want to make oh, them I, lose. It'd be, it, it'd be a that riot. Was, that was the winning goal as well. I would not have been happy oh. at all. Oh, I've, I've, I've walked away TV. like I've walked away from games thinking, why do I do this? Honestly, really, why on earth do I do this? But uh, equally, <laughs> I walk away from games thinking that's why I do this. After we've won, or or there's been a special moment, or whatever. When you say these things out loud, you it it, it could also you could be describing a, an addiction. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an addiction, like, an addiction to winning, though. Yeah, so at least, yeah, I might be an addict, but at least I'm not a loser. Yeah, I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm addicted to winning. Yes, I love winning. Well, I've I've got a love. Go on. I love a gnarly sticker on a car. <laughs> oh. Do you mean like now, fat, fat willies? Uh, kind of like that, kind of like that. Now, um, you know, we're obviously, we're all trying to get our allocated uh, exercise at the moment. You know, we're all trying to, you know, make sure we stretch the legs. 
And in going on, you know, some of these walks, uh, I found myself kind of walking past people's driveways. So I'm getting to like see a lot of cars. And sure. it always it always brings, uh, you know, uh, joy to my heart when I pass a Ponto or a, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Picasso and it's in like a, a very tasteful kind of grey. And um, there's like a vinyl sticker on the back of a heavy metal skeleton kind of <laughs> rocking out tearing its tearing its way out of the car like it's yeah. kind of like ripping the metal and he's yeah. and he's just like throwing up the horns or something and he's and he's oh, like fuck, uh, so fucking cool man and, and, oh, he's, and he just goes shit. like you know li- live like you're dying or something like that you know yeah. and, and i just love seeing like a jagged font that says like fuck pedestrians <laughs> <laughs> Cars always. I drive to the toilet in my house. My my other car is a four wheeler. My other car is a bone. If you're still conscious to read this, I wasn't going fast enough. <laughs> so, I just love, like, I don't know what the equivalent is. Whether 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 the heavy metal analogy, whether it's the same as like wearing. You know, being like a, a respectable member of society, but then just having like your one casual T-shirt is like a Slayer or Megadeth yeah. or something like that. Like I love seeing, I just love, it, it honestly brings joy to my heart when I see like such a, a a cute little family car and someone has gone like, this is me. This is how I express yeah. myself. And it's my one chance, my one bit of flair. <laughs> and they've slapped like a zombie, like like giving a finger on the back, yeah. you know, or here's a, here's a you know, is a a ghoul and he's <laughs> shitting on planet earth look at that <laughs> you know and it's just so <laughs> it's just so extreme shitting on planet earth oh my god ah uh, yeah and I, what i like to think as well is that like it's a ford galaxy or whatever that that someone's been forced to buy by their significant other because the family's got a little bit bigger and they're like, I still want to put my gnarly sticker on it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And then the, the little child is like, like, father, what is that gnarly fucking flesh dripping skeleton? <laughs> Shut up, Chloe. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> Shut up, Chloe. Your daddy's, your daddy's princess. No, I love you. I love you. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> and then, <"Vroom!" laughs> yeah, whoa. Listen to that, like one point two or whatever it is. Hey, hey, this is me, all right? This is this is who I am. And yes, I drive a, a, a Renault Scenic with its collapsible cars, its collapsible seats and underchair storage, but I never compromise. <laughs> but I'm still so rock and roll. I just love it. I, I, love, I love that every sticker tells a hundred stories and a hundred angry conversations in the kitchen. Yeah, and they're all the same story as well. Like, let's be honest. You bought what? What? Greg, we talked about this. <laughs> you bought what and stuck it where? <laughs> well, I'm just going to oh. peel it off. You can't peel it off. What about the, the the covering? What about the surface? You can't peel it off. It's semi-permanent, Deborah. Se- <laughs> semi-permanent. I'll get some tea cut when I go to Halfords. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant. I'm so, 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 so. Have we, have we exhausted? Has this? the comedy died? 
avenue of pleasure. The, com- the, com- <laughs> the comedy is, is now sleeping. Yes. Until, comedy uh, off. Okay. Com- comedy off. It's like a tap. <laughs> there we go. Um, there we go. It's off. Okay. So um, on to, uh, onto, uh, a very special message. What one? Love or hate? Discuss. I'm going to say love. I'm going to say love. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. Moot point, then. Wow. Moot point. Moot point. Got a, moot some, point. Got a real loser back there. Jesus Christ. I'm a local hero. I'm like a local champion now. Yeah, well, not now that the, the, the truth's come out. Well, it was that the truth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not in the room with you. I might be might lose an eye. I know. Yeah. The, no, the, the, the rage is beginning. I, I can hear I him. Directly oh, hit you in the eye. It's important to stress this. I would kick a bin, and it was accidentally hit you in the eye. Oh yeah, no, oh, I was it's saying it's entirely collateral, but but you know the damage would be extreme. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, well, great. This is great. I'm glad we uh, we were able to bring a little a little joy into the a world. A little bit of love into the world. <laughs> the world is a is a little brighter as a result. So how how are we uh, how how how's the rest of our day is going to pan out? Um, we uh, don't know. We'll probably stay in, I reckon. I think we might stay in a bit. Yeah, probably stay in. Just look, have a look out the window and just dream of how things were. Remember how it yeah. used to be. Yeah, I, I might go um, judge judge my neighbours. Yeah, yeah, we should do a bit of that. Oh yeah. I might, I might start looking for these stickers now. These, these gnarly. Oh, they models. exist. Yeah, you just gotta. You just gotta oh, leave. I know they do. I, I want to start like collecting them. I want to start like bingoing them. Nick, the sticker was in you all alone. Oh, that's look gross. Look down. <laughs> yeah. How do we get it off? How do I get it out? You peel your, you peel your kind of shirt off, and he's just got like, you know, oh my god, oh my god, it's a mummy, and he's being disrespectful to the American flag, you know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, on that note, uh, everyone, stay safe, keep hating, keep loving, and we'll see you next episode. That's as close as we're going to come to like a good outro, I think. Yeah, let's let's not talk over it. Oh, all right then. Oh, let's. Oh, let's. Let's. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. No, no. The line. The line. line We said it already. So. No. No. It's agreed. No. It's fine. We're all being quiet now.